Hey, Bokartov. Bokartov. We are um, back to the story of David and Yonatan as they're trying to determine if, uh, if Shaul is out to kill David. The way they were going to do that, there's a Rosh Chodesh feast. Happens to be Rosh Chodesh. So we're studying the Rosh Chodesh piece of the Sefer Shemuel on Rosh Chodesh. That was Mina Shamaim. But there was a Rosh Chodesh feast that Shaul expects all of his generals to come to. And David is expected to go to. So Yonatan goes there without David. And they're going to see how does Shaul react. If Shaul reacts like I'm going to kill David, then we know that he wants to kill David. So Yonatan's going to go secretly tell David who's hiding in a field that my dad is out to get you. Go and, find, go and run away. But if he says, okay, it's fine, it's no, there's no, I like David, it's no problem. Then we know to tell David that he can come back and Shaul doesn't want to kill him. So it's Rosh Chodesh, first day comes, and what does Shaul say? Oh, it's by chance that David didn't come today, it's by chance. Um, so it, uh, I'm not going to make a big deal out of it. The second day comes, and now we have to see what Shaul's reaction is going to be. That's going to be Pasuk Kaf Zayn. But he, it was the next day. It was the second day of Rosh Chodesh. And the, the place of David was empty. And Shaul says to Yonatan, his son, Why didn't the son of Ishai come today? He didn't come to the feast yesterday or today. Yonatan says to Shaul, he says to his father, David was asked, Away to go to his, ha- to his home in Beit Lechem, and he got permission from me. He said, He said, Please, Yonatan, let me go. Yonatan is quoting David now, right? Please, Yonatan, let me go to my home, for we have a, a feast for Rosh Chodesh, obviously. And my brother asked me to come. If I found favor in your eyes, Yonatan, please let me go. Let me go, run away. Quickly run off to them in Beit Lechem, see my brothers for Rosh Chodesh, and I'll be back. And that's David's reasoning why he did not come to the feast. So he did not come to the feast. So again, Yonatan goes to Shaul and he says, David asked me, Yonatan says, David asked me to go be with his family for Rosh Chodesh, and I let him go, and that's why he's not at the feast. Now let's see what Shaul re- reacts. Shaul gets very angry at Yonatan. You twisted, rebellious son. He says, I know and I knew that you would choose David, the son of Ishai, to your shame and to the shame of the nakedness of your mother. What is Shaul saying here? What is your shame and the shame of the nakedness of your mother? Because by Yonatan siding with David, he is killing off the line of kingship of Shaul. Yonatan was the next in line to be king. So he is giving up his kingship in his friendship with David. He's giving up his kingship for David's sake, right? So by doing that, he's bringing shame to Yonatan's mother who bore him and who should have been the mother of the king. That's the, 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 the shame of the mother that Shaul is referring to who? To here? And his own shame because he would have been the king and now he's not. But what about like the, the uh, commandment of honoring your parents? Does that not play a role in this? Yeah, but there's a commandment to honor your parents and there's, and there's to also live within this world. And if you see that your father has developed schizophrenia and he's killing a tzaddik for no reason other than the fact that he's depressed, 
then, then there is room for a person to make an individual judgment. That's the difference between halakha and, and nach, right? Halakha is like, in the optimal situation, what you, what are, how are you supposed to behave? And then nach shows what, how life, what, whenever life hits you in the face, how are you supposed to behave, you know? And you should stay within the framework of the halakha to whatever extent possible. Now, in this case, it's, uh, it's, he, you can make the argument that there's a potential of, of uh, abetting murder, right? If Yonatan supports his father, then he's, then he's going to be violating the Isur of Lotir Tzach, which is also in the Ten Commandments, you know, of not murdering. So that's a, the judgment Yonatan had to make. But the beauty of the Nach is that every, things aren't as black and white as they are in the realm of the Halakha. When you open up a Shulchan Aruch or Rambam, things are black and white. When you open up the Nach, life becomes real and things, the grayness of life starts to shine, right? So, there's a very interesting Rashi here, which is just fascinating. I want to share it with you. He says, you rebellious son, okay? And he describes Yonatan as being rebellious. He also, it could be also interpreted as Ben Avat Hamardut, son of the rebellious wife. It's another interpretation of that thing. Meaning whatever Shaul is saying, he's saying some kind of, of criticism to Yonatan. He's either calling him rebellious or he's calling his mother rebellious. According to the interpretation that he's calling his mother rebellious, calling him the son of the rebellious wife, there's a really fascinating Rashi I want to read on the word Hammardut. Here's the, the Rashi I want to point out. Remember at the end of Shofetim? Were you there with us at the end of Shofetim? At the end of the previous book of, of Nach? So, so at the end, there was a civil war between the, the tribe of Binyamin and the rest of Israel. And they completely destroyed all of Binyamin. To the extent that there were, that there were, uh, that there were very few Binyamin people left. And then they realized, oh shoot, like we're going to destroy an entire tribe. We have to marry them off somehow. So they, um, they found one city which was not, like they did not like. They forced, they killed all the men in the city and they told Binyamin people to go marry the women from there. Okay, and then there were still a few Binyamin people who did not have wives, so they they, they, they told them to go into the fields of Shiloh where the Beit Hamikdash is, and whenever you see women go and they're dancing in the fields, go and snatch them and take them as your wives and steal them as your wives. Okay, and that's how the people of Binyamin they found wives. A from this one city which they killed, they found they took the women from that city, and B from the the women that they snatched from. The Beit Hamikdash area of Shiloh. It's awfully barbaric. Yeah, and it's 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 like one of it's not a positive story at the end of Shofetim, but that's that's how Binyamin survived. They, that's how they found their wives and they were able to continue. Now, when the when the people of Binyamin they stole wives from Shiloh, that were going to dance in the keramim, in the in the in the, in the fields. Hayash Shaul Baishan Shaul, Yonatan's father, was ashamed. He was embarrassed. And he didn't want to take a woman. Until Yonatan's mother chased after Shaul and forced Shaul to marry her. So what's interesting about this Midrash? A, it's pointing out that Yonatan's mother was an aggressive woman who chased after Shaul and forced Shaul to marry her. It draws interestingly on the idea that Shaul, we know at the beginning of his reign, was very humble and ashamed. 
he didn't see himself as anything special. So it makes sense that Shaul, the Midrash would make sense in the sense that Shaul, he's not the type of person to go and snatch a woman up and be proud of it. You know, he's not that kind of barbarian type. He was a kind of a timid type. And we know, what we know of him is to be a kind of a timid type, right? So it also makes sense this Midrash because Yonatan, we see, is very aggressive. Yonatan, whenever his father made a, uh, a commandment that people should not eat on the day of battle, he goes and he eats and then he makes fun of his father after. He said, what, what, kind of, what kind of foolish promises not to eat on the day of battle? We're all starving. So Yonatan exhibits confidence and toughness and aggressiveness. And Shaul exhibits timidity and, and humility. And this Midrash, when Shaul calls Yonatan's mother rebellious, this Midrash kind of lays out the story which fits all of the personalities that we've seen in the text so far. Fascinating Midrash. Do I think it's Peshat? No. I think it's like, you have to believe that this happened, that Shaul, we know for a fact that Shaul's wife chased after him in the field? No. But it's an interesting story. Okay. Now Shaul continues speaking All of the days that David HaMelech The son of Ishai is living on the field On, on, the, on the earth Your kingship will never be established Now go and bring him to, to me For he is deserving of death And that is the response of Shaul To Yonatan after Yonatan says David is not going to make it to the meal, it's a, it's a response of anger. Now obviously Yonatan sees from here that Shaul is, is unhinged and he's going to have to somehow tell David that it's time to officially run away from the palace. Okay, so we'll continue with Hashem tomorrow. Amen ve'amen.